Decluttering Club podcast number six, what if I need it later? You are listening to the Decluttering Club podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mueller, and it's my mission to equip women to declutter their homes, their time, and their lives so that they can cherish what truly matters. So many people ask me this question. It might be like the, the, the most common question that people have when they consider decluttering their homes. What if I need it later? Because most people have experienced this happening. They have experienced this phenomenon where they let some things go and they think, okay, I'll try this decluttering business. I'll try this. And then sooner or later they discover, oh dear, that thing that I let go of, I really need it right now. And really it's not that we need it. It's that we want it. Because Honestly, if you really think about it, you don't need very much in this life. You need food, you need shelter, um, you know, maybe you need like love, but you don't need all of those things, but you want them. Okay. So this happens for people or they imagine it happening. And so then they just literally stop. They stop dead in their tracks and they think, I can't do that because I might need it later. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that because I have some answers and I have some tools that you can use to figure this out and then make decisions with more confidence when you are decluttering. Okay, so whenever your brain offers you a question like, what if I need it later? I want you to answer that question. Like, I literally want you to answer that question. Because if you don't answer the question, then it's kind of that question kind of floats around inside your head right? It's like an open loop. It's like if you watch a TV show and, you know, it's a cliffhanger and you get to the end of the show and you think, what's going to happen? Well, you got to, you got to watch the next show, right? Uh, To find out what happens to close that loop. Well, the same thing is going on when we ask ourselves questions like this. What if I need it later? If we don't answer those questions, we're just looping. We're just circling. We're just waffling. And so we want to close that loop so that we can move forward. So let's say you're considering getting rid of something, but your brain says to you, yeah, 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 but what if you need it later? Well, what if you need it later? Let's figure it out. Let's think about it. Because we typically, we say, we ask this question as if it it cannot be answered, but it can be answered. And when we answer it, then we prove that we are in control of the situation, which is where we always want to be. Okay, so let's imagine you get rid of something. I'm not even going to say what it is because, you know, it could be anything. And then let's say the very next day after you've let it go, it is gone. It is no longer available to you. Now you decide that you need it. So what do you do? Well, you could feel terrible. (laughs) You could decide this is a nightmare. I made a huge mistake and I'm never going to do it again. That's what most of you do, right? Most of you, if you decide you need something that you let go of, you feel awful and you beat yourself up. Okay. So that is an option, (laughs) right? We can, um, we could do that. But we don't have to do that. And there are other options. And you've probably been in this situation before. So what are some of the other options? Well, you could go and buy it again, probably. Now, it depends on what it is. But so much of the time, you just go buy that thing again. Now, you may not want to buy it again. You may not love that option, but it is an option. And I want you to keep that open, okay? It doesn't mean you have to do it, but it is an option for you. 
All right, other options, you could borrow the item. Maybe you got rid of a crock pot and then you realize, okay, like my, that was my second crock pot and my first crock pot dies and doesn't work. So now I should have kept that, that second one. Well, you could just go borrow one. That would be an option, right? Um, a third option is that you do without. Maybe you decide, okay, well, I really would like to have this item, that maybe this crock pot, but, you know, it's not a huge deal. I will just use something else. I will use a covered dish, and I'll budget for a little bit more time, and I'll put my, my, dish, my recipe in the oven, right? You could do that. Again, you might not love that option, but it might work. I think so often, um, especially in, you know, in today's day and age, we are so used to having the exact right solution for whatever it is we want. And that means we kind of end up with so many different things that could kind of all do the same job. You know, like we have the exact right outfit or the exact pair of pants when, you know, maybe one of the other 20 pairs of pants in our closet would probably do just about the same job. But we're used to, you know, having, again, um, exactly the right fit. But who decides what the right fit is? Who decides ex what the exact right item is? Well, you do. You forget that sometimes. So you can decide that an alternative will be just as good or good enough. Okay? Um, other options. Um, you might decide not to do that thing that you think, you know, you needed that thing for. Maybe you decide, okay, I'm just not going to do this at all. Right? I'm not going to have an alternative. I'm not going to buy this item again. I'm just literally not going to do the thing that I would have done if I had kept that item. That is absolutely an option. Um, so again, I want you to answer that question. But here's the other thing. When we are asking the question, what if I need it later, we are assuming, we are implying that we could actually find that thing if we had kept it. And this is not always the case, my friends. I don't know if you've noticed, but when you have a lot of clutter in your home, it can frequently be very difficult or impossible to find the things that you are looking for. All right, this is where we want to get into what I call, or actually, it's not me, what, what, um, what is known as accurate thinking. Accurate thinking. We don't want to just be living in like a dream world, in a fantasy world. Like, what is actually the situation? And, um, if you have a lot of clutter, my guess is that you're probably also losing a lot of things. Or maybe, you know, you're temporarily losing them. You can't put your hands on them when, uh, when you want them, okay? So even if you hang on to that thing, it doesn't mean it's going to be there when you need it. I looked up some statistics. I was looking about, like, what, what, what are some statistics about how often things get lost? So I have a couple to share with you. And let me know if any of these resonate with you. <laughs> okay. Um, keys. There's one study that says an, Amer an average American reportedly loses their keys twice a week, adding up to over 100 times a year. Okay. Losing our keys twice a week. <laughs> um, glasses. A survey found that Americans lose, break, or have their glasses stolen every 14 months on average. Ouch, right? <laughs> Dear. Remote controls. Um, according to a survey by Logitech, remote controls are the most frequently lost items in homes, with people spending two weeks of their lives searching for them. Two weeks of your life searching for a lost remote control when you could just go buy another one if you needed it. 
Um, and then this one cracks me up, umbrellas. It says, in London, about 10,000 umbrellas are left on the underground, right, the, uh, the, the subway every year. I think that's hilarious. So again, don't allow your, your brain to tell you we have to keep these things because we'll be able to find them when we want them. In fact, when you declutter and when you get organized, you will be able to find the things that remain so much easier. And this makes perfect sense. Okay. So let's make sure that we are using accurate thinking. Okay. Um, now, the next thing I want to talk about is when you say, you know, what if I need it later? And you think, well, I could buy it again. A lot of you are going to like recoil in horror. <laughs> You're going to think, oh my gosh, that's a terrible idea. I hate that. Because what you're saying is, and, and I know this is very common, right? That you do not like to waste. And you feel that if you let something go and then you buy it again because you quote unquote need it, that that is wasteful, right? That's a waste of money. Or maybe it was a waste of a good item that you could have used, right? You're saying you're afraid of waste. But what I want to tell you again is that um, you are wasting far more by hanging on to too many things, right? The waste is occurring when you keep more than you need, more than you have the ability to care for, more than you have the ability to store, that is the waste. Not the odd item that you do need to, or that you do choose to replace, right? You really need to be aware because again, you're not preventing waste by hanging on to things, okay? Um, it is not a tragedy if you let something go and you discover you need it later or you want it later, it's not a tragedy. Um, so many of you, and, and me included, especially before I started decluttering, we don't like to make mistakes. And this feels like a mistake, right? If you let something go and you discover, you know, and for most of you, you're telling me, oh, this happens like immediately after I let it go, then I need it. You're telling me I don't like to make mistakes. But here's the thing, I want you to go all in on making mistakes. Now that might sound a little weird, um, but let me explain. Right? When we are trying to avoid making mistakes all the time, right? when we're trying to just eliminate mistakes from our lives, it means we're trying to play very, very safe. And a very, very safe life is incredibly boring and may actually be more dangerous than you think. If you're not getting out there, if you're not living, um, then you're probably exposing yourself to all kinds of, of, of hazards and risks that you don't even realize, right? Whether it's depression or isolation or, you know, like, like different mental health um, like problems, or it's just that you are you're missing out on living life, right? You cannot prevent all mistakes, and so I want you to consider the idea for just a minute that making a mistake is not a bad thing. In fact, if you're willing to make mistakes, then you can learn much faster. Think about it. If you try something out, let's say you try decluttering and it all goes really well. Well, maybe you're really, really good at decluttering. Maybe you're exceptional at decluttering. You're a pro and you don't even have to make a mistake. But you don't really know that because maybe you were just lucky. Maybe you just got lucky and you're not actually that good at it, right? How will you know? Well, the only way you're going to know is if you make some mistakes and 
then you, you learn from your mistakes and then you get better and better and better, right? We don't learn necessarily. We don't learn very much when things go well. We are only learning and adjusting, you know, and refining our knowledge, our processes when we're making mistakes. So this is such good news because then this means that you can embrace making mistakes, right? And maybe you don't even think of them as mistakes anymore. Maybe they're just learning, it's just learning. You learned, oh, that didn't work. I didn't like that. Next time I will change, you know, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make my decisions differently. That is all it is. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a tragedy. And it's not a failure. If, uh, again, if you f- decide, well, that was wrong. Right? And I think it's kind of, it's kind of egotistical for us to think that we can avoid making mistakes. Like, who on earth can avoid making mistakes? Um, but we do it all the time, right? We really do. This is very, very common. So I really want you to consider that when you ask this question, am I really just not willing to make a mistake here? And am I, you know, maybe I want to think about it differently. Maybe I do want to be willing to make a mistake because let me tell you, saving every last item because it might be useful because you might need it later. That's a terrible mistake. Like what waste happens when we do that, when we embrace that mentality? Well, we waste a whole heck of a lot of space. You could fill up your entire house and waste all of that space that you could use for other things. You will be wasting time. You will be wasting time looking for items, managing your items, walking around your items, apologizing for your items, trying to clean up your items, right? You're going to waste a ton of time. Uh, You're going to be wasting an enormous amount of mental effort if you decide to keep, you know, quote unquote, everything, right? So you're not avoiding waste. And I think that the things that I just named, I think they are so much more important than any individual item that you might want to keep. We are so quick to dismiss our own time and our own space and our own mental well-being. We are so quick to dismiss that and to just kind of throw that out in favor of physical items that sit there and collect dust, you know, and need our attention and our and maintenance from us. Right? So think about that. It's not a tragedy if you need something later. Um, the the other thing I want to offer to you is if you are looking for a tool that you can use to make these decisions, I want to offer you what we call the 2020 decluttering rule or the 2020 rule. Right? And what the 2020 rule says is that if you can replace something in less than 20 minutes for less than $20, then it is safe to let it go, right? So if you're on the fence about something, if you're thinking, hmm, you know, I think I could let this item go, but I'm not sure, apply the 2020 rule. Can you replace it in 20 minutes for less than $20? If the answer is yes, then you're all good. Just let it go and go on with your life. And you might want to change it. Maybe, you know, maybe you use a different, maybe it's the 10-10 rule for you. Maybe it's the 100-100 rule for you. Um, You get to decide like where you draw that line, but this can be a really, really clear cut uh, tool that you can use to make this decision. Now, here's the secret about all this. Most of the time, you're not going to need it later. And I'm going to say, 99 times out of 100, you will not miss those things that you let go. In fact, if you think back, right, if you've been decluttering for a while and you think back, what are the things that I have let go of? You probably can't even name them. 
you probably don't even remember anymore, right? So we are kind of overinflating the importance of that one thing out of 100 that we did need later, right? We needed one thing. We made a mistake one time, but 99 times we were good to go and we didn't miss it and we gained. So let's make sure to keep that in perspective, right? If you can be right 99 times out of 100, like who wouldn't want that? Don't let that one exception to the rule uh, make it mean that decluttering is not for you, right? In fact, that exception proves the rule. Be like, listen, I was, I was right 99 times. Amazing, amazing track record, right? And, um, and don't let that one time make it mean that you made a mistake or that, um, that this isn't for you. Now, our brains like to look out for mistakes. This is what they like to do. Right? Your brain is designed, at least part of your brain is designed to keep you safe and out of trouble. And if it thinks that you know, making a mistake is really dangerous to you, then it is going to blow up that one, that one time out of, nine, out of 100 that you did get it wrong. It's going to make that feel super important. Right? But this is just the negativity bias of your brain. Right? It's how your brain works. Right? But it's your job to notice and say, you know what, that was just one time. Like I'm, I'm committed to this process and there's so many other benefits that I'm forgetting here and I'm going to focus on those and not worry about that one time that I did, quote unquote, leave, need it later. Right? Remember that we have a negativity bias that uh, tends to notice all the bad things, you know, the things that we think are bad. And um, it makes them seem really, really important, right? So you need to overcorrect toward the positive. Okay, so what if I need it later? Answer the question. Give yourself some options. You can figure this out. Don't leave that question open inside your head. Look out for accurate thinking. Make sure you're thinking accurately and use the 2020 rule, right? Most importantly, I want you to promise that you will not beat yourself up if you make a mistake. You let something go, you need it later, it's not a big deal. It doesn't have to be a problem. You are not a fortune teller. It is not your job. No one's going to hold you accountable to, tell, to knowing what's going to happen in the future. How ridiculous would that be? Um, but yet we do it to ourselves. Okay, so just let that go. And next time you consider decluttering something, you think, what if I need it later? Just remind yourself, if I need it later, I'll figure it out. And I promise I will have my own back. I will not beat myself up if I do. And I will just consider my options. This really works, my friends. This really works. And it can make a huge difference in, you know, in the state of your home. If this sounds good to you, I would love to invite you into the Organize My Home membership. We have training every single month where we can walk you through the process of decluttering um, so that your house is a place that you feel good in and that you are proud of. We'd love to have you join us. See the show notes for more information. That's all we have for you today. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast? It would really help us get the word out. To start your decluttering journey, go to thedeclutteringclub.com forward slash start. That's the T-H-E decluttering club.com forward slash start.